0: Are you ready to connect? This is the Empower Connection Podcast, where we empower our listeners to connect more fully to themselves, to each other, and to something greater. We do this with the help of myself and special guests, including healers, coaches, artists, seekers, and those on a healing journey of self-growth. Welcome. Up, everyone. Welcome back to the show, to the Empower Connection Podcast. Happy New Year, happy 2024. I can't believe it. It sounds like some sort of science fiction novel that we're all living in, just saying 2024. I wonder what 2025 is going to sound like, probably even more strange. But welcome, welcome to the show, and thanks for being here. We are kind of celebrating. This is the 100th episode of the Empower Connection Podcast. So if you have been a long time listener or a new listener, We just want to thank you so much for supporting us and for finding some value in the podcast, finding some value in the guests. And as I always mention, finding transformation in your ability to bring some of the lessons from the podcast into your life, into your relationships in conversation and in community with others. Keep on doing it. And there could not be a better time than a new year to dive into a coaching journey. If you are an individual, if you are a couple and you're looking to find better resource For you to improve uh, the, the possibility, the potential of your own life, of your relationship to yourself and your relationship to your most loved one or loved ones, please connect with me. The link is below for your first free discovery session. And I'm here to hold space in such a way that can give you and or you and your partner the ability to explore, to learn, to build tools and practices that can create that potential and transformation and to have accountability and follow through over time. And that's one thing that's so important about working with a professional, someone like a coach or a therapist is that there's a a container that keeps you moving into the material that's needed on an ongoing basis. Life gets so busy and it's so easy to, you know, yeah, it's so easy to wake up on New Year's Day and say, oh, I have all these resolutions. I want to do all these things and then let them go to the wayside. Hey, I do it. We all do it. That's why gyms and yoga studios have an uptick in the early part of the year and then things fade off. But to go onto a journey of coaching allows that momentum to continue and that self-exploration or exploration with your most loved one, with your partner to just continue and go deeper and, um, yeah, break through to some more possibility and potential in your life, empowering yourself, empowering your your relationships, and empowering both to connect to something greater. So, would love to meet you one-on-one or as a dyad and connect to your unique journey and just get to know you and be of service to you in 2024. One big announcement for the new year is I will be co-facilitating a 300-hour yoga teacher training. So as you know, not only do I do coaching for individuals and couples, but I am a senior yoga teacher of about 15 years, and I am co-facilitating this empowering journey in Philadelphia. So if you are a yoga teacher, if you're in the Philadelphia, Tri-State area, New Jersey, Delaware, and you're looking to up-level your teaching, if you're looking to go you know, really deep into all the aspects of the yoga practice in conscious community with other teachers and with myself and co facilitator MJ Hart and some other amazing teachers. I'm so excited for this. So, this will sell out. So, definitely reach out if you're interested. That's also in the show notes. And I'm talking about it now in the beginning of the year because it doesn't start till June, but spots will fill up and it ends in a mystical. Yoga Lifestyle Desert Retreat outside of Phoenix, Arizona. All right, Today's podcast episode is a solo episode, and it's partially a celebration episode. Why is that? Because it is the 100th episode of the podcast. And so I am honored. I am grateful. I'm thankful. I'm stoked. I'm excited to have had the opportunity to share some of my tools, practices, and wisdom as a coach and yoga teacher with you and to have had so many special guests. So I want to thank those special guests for being on the show over the course of over two years or almost two years. And um, I want to thank you all for listening and hopefully you continue to listen. Anything you want to see in the show that would excite you, please feel free to message us and we will address those topics and get those guests on the podcast soon. Today's topic is New Year's related you know, as we just enter this new year, this 2024, two things that show up for me, and I think show up for many of us are this. We can look at the last year and sort of celebrate what we've experienced or accomplished, which I think is such an, an important practice. I highly recommend it as a practice to look back and celebrate. What does that mean? I mean, it doesn't mean necessarily taking ourselves out for a dinner or a beer or a movie. It could mean that. It could mean some. Conscious ritual that allows us to really revel in what we've done and what we've accomplished, who we've been, who we've been in relationship, who we've been in relationship to ourselves. So celebrate all that work. And then, additionally, the other side of the new year could also be, you know, if you're like me uh, and have had some difficulty really over the last year, I've had a lot of uh, intense struggle and um, a lot of hurdles, I should say. It could also be easy to sort of overly focus on our regrets and wish the new year to be like a way to escape them. Like finally, I mean, I know I'm probably saying this, finally I get to the new year and all that crap from 2023 can hopefully be pushed aside. Now, on the edge of 2024, and as we mark this 100th episode, I would like to offer two frames on how to navigate those regrets that might come up, those past hurts, those reversals of the last year to actually free some energy up for what's possible for the new year and for the rest of your life and journey. One big mindset that I have in my own life and one that I deeply integrate into my work with individuals and couples in coaching is developing tools and practices that allow us to look back at our quote unquote stories, the stories about ourselves, in ways that can offer more possibility, empowerment, self-love, and self-compassion. Because oftentimes, the viewpoint within not just our mind, but even our body and our nervous system is that we can hold on to a story and keep it stuck in our lives and in our most important relationships in ways that are not generative or life-giving. So they can stay stuck and get us stuck. So here is a simple yet, I think, very helpful way to unstick, unstuck some of those sticky areas of regret in your own journey. So sometimes we might come up to this kind of mental saying in our head, especially around this time of the year and a big transition that could be like this, quote, if I only knew then what I know now, or quote, I wish I had done things differently. Now look where I'm at. So in these words, we position ourselves at a fork in the road. What could have, what should have, why did I And there are two paths to take. Okay, so we're gonna talk about these two paths. Path number one is the path of this is one I default to a lot, is self-criticism, anger, shame, blame, regret, depression, longing, and panic. And path two is the path of repair, of apology, of growth, of boundaries, of reflection, of accountability, and of deep self compassion our tendency to look back at our lives impossible mistakes past mistakes losses and misgivings it's inevitable and the very real emotion of regret may also be or may seem inevitable but what is not inevitable is the story that you or i or we attach to what we see in the rearview mirror that very important story determines whether you will end up feeling stuck or accepting yourself, your life and your journey. Whether you will use the past to berate yourself and or berate others or challenge yourself and support yourself. So let's break these two down a little bit further. Path number 1. Path number 1 is the this path of self-criticism, of blaming, of shaming, of anger, of regret, of depression, of panic. And it's a tempting path. It's a very dualistic path. It's like there's a right and a wrong. It provides a seemingly simple and attractive answer. That is, we kind of sleuth out and hold on to whoever's fault it was that led to the unfortunate event. It makes the complex, nuanced vicissitudes of life reductive and myopic, which can be, ironically, can feel healing, right? When life is so complicated, right? We try to make a wrong difficulty, a roadblock, a regret, dualistic, as I just said, good or bad, right or wrong. It is easy to fall into this. And at the same time, it's also very harmful to ourselves and to others. So in this path, and number one, you might feel pulled towards shame, beating yourself up for what you did or did not do what you could do or could not do, what you should have done or should not have done. And you may also feel pulled towards the external, towards pointing the finger or blame, pointing the finger at those who failed you, those who betrayed you, hurt you, disappointed you. Point your finger at the universe, at the world, at God, As that why did this happen? It's your fault. I can't trust you universe, God, person, situation anymore. So this is a very understandable path. And without we only have a short episode. So I can't go deep into maybe something like trauma work right now. That's not the the point of this podcast. Although I can be of resource if you're looking to move through some areas of more intense trauma. I can point you towards the right people and directions. But these are generally some perspectives that we take on hurt and difficulty in our lives that we all experience. And with this path, number one, we could see how it could go, right? It tends to a hardening of ourselves towards ourselves and to others. And it takes regret, which is, is understandable to have the feeling or emotion of regret, but it turns it into a wound. And the wound will have a hard time healing, and it will fester if it's not attended to. And this wound can limit our possibility, the possibility of our relationships, And yet it is so tempting to stay on this path of holding this hardness within us towards ourselves or towards other people. Why? Because it keeps things simple. It creates a focal point for our feelings and an excuse that if we aren't vigilant can pull us down quite a bit, all the way down to the depths of constant unhappiness, relational difficulty and stress, and even depression. And I I speak from experience. Even if you start off down this path, you can still catch yourself on course correct. And before I talk about path two, which is more of the course correct path, so to speak, I want to have compassion for this path because it can be an ongoing struggle to move past when in some difficulty or past difficulties or hurts, or what we might see as a mistake in our life, it's can be very easy to beat ourselves up and also beat others up to shame ourselves and blame others. So I get that. But as a journeyer on self-growth and learning and empowerment, even amongst real difficulty, I'm going to invite you into path number two to check out. This path is the path of processing, of inner work, of repair, of forgiveness, and deep self-acceptance and compassion. In this path, we take the same regret, the same mistake, the same hurt, the same difficulty, and we strive to remember that in this world There is a lot of imperfection, and that is a sacred reality. There is no such thing as a perfect parent, a perfect career, a perfect move, a perfect life, a perfect response, a perfect interaction, a perfect person or a perfect partner. It's just not the case. And and sometimes we might go through life in a flow thinking that that is the case. But the nature of our material reality is always going to show us that that is not true. Are you in a partnership and you're ready to take it to the next level? Are you in a partnership and you're noticing that there are some roadblocks to deeper connection? Are you in a partnership and conflict and stress and difference and lack of communication is causing a lot of heartache and a lot of rupture and a lot of difficulty? In your relationship, are you in a partnership and you're ready to get deeper into your ability to be intimate with your partner, to understand each other in deeper ways and to experience your relationship to its fullest? If that resonates for you, let 2024 be a golden opportunity to finally step into some couples coaching that can allow you and your most loved one to learn and build upon tools, perspectives, practices, frameworks, ideas, that can bring your partnership to that next level and in a way that allows for accountability and follow through so that you can go deeper into these practices, deeper into a relational awareness in a way that creates shift and change over time. You can devote yourself to it instead of continually pushing it under the rug. Now is the time. And I would love to avail myself of you and be of assistance to you in your journey. This is a passion of mine because there are so many ways that we can learn to do relationship better. All of us, no matter where we come from, what our previous patterns have been, there are scientifically researched ways that we can learn how to do relationship better. So if you're ready to take that step, we are doing our special partnership full of possibility in 2024. It is a six session immersion for couples who are wanting to up Level. And if you connect right now, you will get a 10% discount off of that coaching journey as an incentive to take it seriously and to gift yourself, your partner, and the relationship more possibility. Remember, relationships are a mirror. So not only will you create more potential in your partnership, but you'll create more potential within your own life as an individual. Check out the show notes below and let's connect soon. And you know, within that understanding, it might sound a little confronting or sober. We want to bring in some ease and some self love and some compassion towards that lack of perfection within and without. So, we want to remind ourselves, and you can use your allies in healing, such as a coach, a therapist, a good friend, to also remind you that your past holds the power to teach you that mistakes and regrets. Uh, they might not ever, I would say oftentimes they might not ever be reversed or made a hundred percent right. In fact, like sometimes I think there's an overemphasis in positive psychology that, well, you can make lemonade of lemons or, you know, this difficulty is just going to, you know, make you a billion times better or, you know, and there's a truth to that. And oftentimes difficulties are just going to be that. They're going to be hurts that we might have to navigate and be with for the rest of our life but at the same time even if we don't reverse that or we don't trans make transform it into gold, we can gain always gain so much wisdom perspective and depth from our regret and reversal a larger ability to hold space for the difficulties and losses of others in your life and of your own self so we want to see the mistake as a sacred teacher. And we don't want to confuse the teacher with everything is going to be perfect. All right. Once I process and learn from this mistake or regret that I think can often lead to fantasy in the self-growth world, but we can see that every regret, every difficulty, every mistake will bring us into deeper understanding It will bring us into more nuance about the losses and gains of life, the ups and downs, because a constant for all of us is loss, is regret, is difficulty. This is a human, uh, uh, it doesn't matter like, you know, how we compare them, losses and difficulties, but this is a, a human, this is a very, very human experience. And when we can deeply connect to it, we can. I would say, experience the full range of what it is to be uh, be human, to to have this shared humanity. and to to me, that's that's beautiful, even if it's difficult. And so your work on revising and updating your story to be ongoingly gentler and give yourself more forgiveness, that even if the difficulty lingers, there is birth this wisdom and understanding from the darkness that, you know, someday, that will be an offering and inspiration to others. That this shared humanity that you're experiencing, that this dark and light, that this hurt, that it allows you to be an offering to others in this world. And I'm going to say this again and again. There is some kernel there that's going to allow you to be of service. And at the end of the day, that's what our life is. Right? It's not a... a I would argue it's not the, maybe I'm saying this to myself right now, it's not to make everything go perfectly smooth and have everything we want, but it's to navigate life's ups and downs and our own seeming mistakes or reversals in a way that allows us more depth and more compassion towards ourselves and others so that we can be of service to others in the world, that we can lead with our heart, right? The space of the heart is not just the emotion of joy and love, but the emotion of depth and sadness and loss. And this is not to save others but it's to learn how to be in support of them. In the yoga path that I'm deeply connected to, there is a lot of talk of the idea of service. How do the difficulties in our life allow us to go deeper into ourselves and then deep, more deeply serve and be of, uh, of love and connection to others? And so that's the frame for me and for you. I'm going to invite you into this new year is to see how your seeming regrets, even if they don't give you a key to make everything perfect again, even if they still linger, how can they be resources for deeper self-compassion and understanding exploration and of service to others? And from that service of the heart, even the wounded heart, or we will call this the wounded healer, <laughs> you might have heard that term, we live a life of true aliveness and of love. Many of our difficulties will bring us to new perspective, positive change, and previously unknown opportunity. And I invite you just as much as I invite myself to search for this, to live a life that works, asks, and prays for this, right? This this perspective, this positive change from this uh, mistake, from this loss, from this regret. And in other moments, and this is a really equally as true human truth, our loss and our pain can feel only as it is, loss, difficulty, pain, regret. There might not be a light at the end of it. There might not be a light at the end of that tunnel, now or ever. It might always feel like it's eating away at our heart or bringing us to a moment of deep grief or suffering. But still, this lack of evident resolve or growth is the gift itself. Moving into these difficult regrets irreconcilable loss, reversals, and challenge. It brings our hearts into one of the most human experiences one could imagine. And it allows our suffering to bear witness to others' suffering. It allows our heart to connect to another's. It allows for the greatest gift of all the spiritual traditions, the gift of compassion towards others and towards our own self. At the root of love's most profound practice is not just What's perfect or good or joyous, but it's the deep, deep connection we create to ourselves and others through the lens of our shared grief, through community coming together to witness pain and challenge, and for the reflection of others' suffering, softening our hearts to our own. It is the gift of learning to love in the richest, most human sense. If you are going through it, if you are reckoning with this regret and you're hardening, you're judging, you're blaming, you're shaming, Instead, I invite you to open up this gift, to soften to this gift, to forgive to this gift today. So I invite you into that practice today to looking back at your story and seeing it through the lens of compassion and softening and forgiveness. And from there to see how that mistake or that reversal is giving you so much towards your own self and towards others even and amongst, especially amongst all the imperfection. This is all part, all the imperfection, this is all part of the human wild ride. And I personally get so guilty of trying to make things perfect and tidy and want to solve things. But in my years of coaching and helping others, I've started to realize that part of that, this work is actually not solving. It's just being with it all and understanding all of it has gifts that will keep giving back. Thanks for being here today. And thanks for doing some of your own inner work in relationship to yourself and relationship to your most loved ones. Looking forward to spending more time with you in 2024, having some special guests and some special, special offerings for the new year. Otherwise, I hope to connect to you one-on-one or as a couple in a coaching journey soon. And of course, connect you next week and the weeks after on the podcast. Much love you all. Cheers to 2024 that allows for more self-exploration, inner wisdom, practice, and possibility. Peace.